You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 20 of FPEA Connects. I'm so glad you've decided to join us today as we continue a special journey through Florida. Wait, does that sound like road trip? Why, yes, it does. Because today we are going to continue to talk about some of my must-see Florida cities. That's right, I said cities. There are some very special cities in Florida that need to be experienced and explored, not just for one special attraction, but for the beauty and history of the whole place. As I mentioned in our last podcast, I list these in no particular order or preference. I'm equally excited at the prospect of visiting every one of these beautiful places over and over again, and I have. So let's hit the road. First stop, Amelia Island. Just off the coast of Northeast Florida, this is a perfect place to enjoy beautiful Atlantic beaches, the unique and wild island habitat, and a good dose of island history. Oh yes, Amelia Island has a bit of a colorful past. A part of the Sea Island chain of Barrier Islands, as charming and peaceful as it seems today, Amelia was once one of America's most sought after and fought over pieces of real estate. It was the South's deepest natural harbor and considered Florida's passageway to prosperity. You'll want to find out more about the eight flags that have flown over the island on your visit. If you're visiting in December or January, you'll be interested in knowing this, that every winter, the rare Atlantic right whales migrate to the waters off Amelia Island, where they give birth to and nurse their young calves. I've never personally visited in the winter, but I hear this is an amazing experience. Definitely on my list. While we're talking about amazing births, did you know that about 90% of sea turtle nesting in the United States takes place in Florida? And during the summer, Amelia Island is one of those places where this magic happens. And if you have the opportunity to be there, you'll want to do some research to help guide you along your quest to see these adorable hatchlings. It's all about nature and the great outdoors, and you have lots of options. You can bike, ride horseback, float, paddle, or cruise your way through many great adventures on this beautiful island. You'll also want to be sure to take in the rich, historic Fernandina Beach, the birthplace of the modern shrimping industry. Did I say shrimp? Yes, I did. And there is a festival for that. There are also some great opportunities for educational tours around the shrimping industry. You'll want to make sure to take time to visit Fort Clinch, one of the most well-preserved 19th century forts in the country. 
and the Amelia Island Museum of History, which showcases 4,000 years of Florida history. Fernandina Beach also has an amazing historic district that you will want to stroll through for dining, shopping, and of course, the beautiful architecture. So it might take more than a day, but if you live close by, visit this jewel of Florida often. Next on the list of must-sees, St. Augustine, America's oldest city. St. Augustine was founded by the Spanish and settled in 1565, so there is a lot of history to explore. The Castillo de San Marcos is the oldest masonry fort in the continental United States. The fort is well maintained and in a beautiful location, and it will provide for an interesting and educational experience you won't soon forget. You will also want to take time to visit the oldest wooden schoolhouse, a wooden structure located just near the city gate that's over 200 years old. Ponce de Leon's Fountain of Youth and the Fountain of Youth Archaeological Park, which is touted as the likely site of the 1513 landing of Spanish explorer Juan Ponce de Leon and St. Augustine Light. The lighthouse was first lit in 1737 and was automated in 1955. The St. Augustine Light Station is an active lighthouse. A visit to the lighthouse also offers an opportunity to explore the Maritime Museum on site. There are many other historic sites to visit in St. Augustine, but one last point of interest I'd like to mention is Fort Matanzas National Monument. This fort is one of my favorite places to visit in the area. It is not as crowded as the Castillo de San Marcos and doesn't feel quite as touristy. And my kids and I love the ferry ride over to the fort. You will find so many wonderful places to visit and explore in St. Augustine. My one piece of advice, take time to take it all in. Now on to Fort Myers. The warm gulf waters of Fort Myers and Sanibel beaches provide visitors with a multitude of adventures. You can spend hours shelling on the white sand beaches or choose from water sports like fishing, kayaking, and canoeing. You won't be disappointed by the breathtaking views and quiet surroundings of the beaches. But coming inland to Fort Myers won't disappoint either. Are you interested in learning about organic farming? Fort Myers has amazing organic farms for you and your family to explore. Echo Global Farm is home to the largest collection of tropical food plants in the United States. Echo is a sustainable farm built on innovative solutions. You can take guided tours year-round and learn about plants and essential farming techniques in developing countries. You'll also have an opportunity to experience seven simulated agricultural scenarios from a tropical rainforest with leaves that you can taste to a rural school that shows off urban rooftop gardening methods. There's also Rosie Tomorrow's Heritage Farm, raising organic meats and heirloom vegetables. You'll find longhorn cows, red wattle pigs, and a variety of heritage breed chickens, all raised without hormones, steroids, or antibiotics. Check out Rosie's 100-acre lunch and provision days where you can purchase meat and produce from the farm store. And finally, Buckingham Farms, home to hydroponically grown vegetables, seasonal fruit, fresh eggs, and local honey. However, they are best known for the unique dining experience provided by their restaurant. Check out their websites for great opportunities to experience sustainable farming at its best. 
so many great things to explore in beautiful downtown Fort Myers, but I certainly want to take a moment to talk about some great history to explore in town at the Edison and Ford Museums, which are the actual winter homes of Thomas Edison and Henry Ford, who were great friends and enjoyed their homes next door to one another. The estates encompass lush tropical gardens, their historic homes, as well as Edison's laboratory, Ford's garage, and a museum filled with inventions and fantastic exhibits. I could visit these special places in Fort Myers over and over again. Spend a day or a weekend exploring this beautiful part of Florida. Last but certainly not least on today's tour of beautiful Florida cities is Coral Gables, the city beautiful. Coral Gables was a 1920s planned community built in a Mediterranean revival architectural style. The early city planners were actually influenced by the city beautiful movement that swept across America in the early 1900s. This movement encouraged wide tree-lined avenues, monumental buildings, winding roads, green space, and ornate plazas, parks, and fountains. And Coral Gables still has it all. You will be inspired by the quaint but dynamic beauty of this city. There are a couple of points of interest that I want to mention today, places you'll want to be sure to see. The Venetian Pool is currently serving as a public pool. Originally opened in 1924 as the Venetian Casino, the pool was created from an old abandoned coral rock quarry. It was named for the Mediterranean city of Venice, Italy. The pool is grand, complete with a Venetian-style bridge, mooring posts, and even a large island that was originally created to allow Venetian-style gondolas to dock alongside. The gondolas were later removed, as was a high diving platform that had been built over the Grand Waterfall. Early in its history, the pool was regularly drained completely to permit the Miami Symphony Orchestra to perform in it to take advantage, of course, of the quarry's natural acoustic qualities. Wouldn't that be an amazing performance to attend? Hailed as the largest freshwater pool in the United States, the pool is refreshed daily from artesian wells. This is a beautiful place to spend a day relaxing around a pool, quiet unlike any other. Make time while you are there to visit Matheson Hammock Park, known worldwide for its beautiful flora and fauna. The 600 acres of park attracts nature lovers and boaters from all over. Originally donated in 1930 to Dade County by William and Hugh Matheson to be used for and maintained as a botanical gardens, it was the first public park established in the county. As you visit, you can enjoy many species of native vegetation and wildlife and a man-made island pool that is flushed naturally by the tidal action of nearby Biscayne Bay. The waters are warm and safe for the family to enjoy. While you're there, you even have the opportunity to experience the nearby restaurant built into a historic coral rock building. This is a beautiful place you won't want to miss. Take time to meander through the streets of Coral Gables and enjoy the parks, fountains, and gorgeous tree-lined streets. And you'll find a lot of options for unique shopping and dining experiences as well. Coral Gables, the city beautiful a must-see Florida city. Well, that brings us to the end of today's journey. I think I might have to go home and make some travel plans to visit these beautiful Florida cities again. Well, I'm so glad you've taken time to listen in today. 
I hope you are inspired to take to Florida's highways and byways for some great experiences for you and your family. For other great field trip info and ideas, follow FPEA on Pinterest and check out our Guide to Homeschooling in Florida for field trip suggestions in your local area. Enjoy your adventures, and until next time, stay connected. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.